There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everyone, and welcome to RPG from Scratch, design episode number 52. I am your host, Josh LaForge, and with me today is Liam. Hey, everybody. Doug. Hello. And Max. Sorry I couldn't be here today. <laughs> all right. Well, we got, a, we got a bunch of stuff to get through, and that that is always the case. So first up, all the Leyliners episodes have been successfully moved to the RPG from Scratch feed. We're going to be leaving up the Leyliners episodes. To, if somebody stumbles upon it, they have a path forward and a path back. I contacted our merch friend about setting up a store because uh, we've heard that a lot of you might be interested in T-shirts or hats or, or stickers or stuff like that. Oh, that's what merch means. Great. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Yeah, uh, I could name some more stuff if you oh, like. Oh, okay. Um, but I won't. Our goal is to get the patrons involved in what actually goes on that store um, as much as possible. So you'll be hearing about that pretty soon. A couple a couple funny things. I, uh, I recently realized while trying to edit the character sheet um, to remove one of our patrons gave us the suggestion that we should remove. I think we had sex on the yeah on there, and I was like, oh, maybe with gender. And they're like, you don't need it. And they're right; yeah. it serves no mechanical function. Do whatever you want. So I was trying to remove that. But what I noticed when trying to remove it is our character sheet is set up for left-handed people because I made it for what was more most convenient for me, and I didn't even think about it. I haven't noticed that. Yeah, all of the all of the things that you're supposed to edit on the fly are on the left oh side. God. <laughs> the sheet because i was just thinking of what would be most convenient for me i have a question then Mm. and this is more work for you is it super difficult to have two versions of it i don't know i don't think it matters i I think it would be nice if you never pointed it out i never would have thought of it i really never would have noticed i don't think it's a big deal or anything i just thought it was funny because to be base like left-handed like that and just not ever mentioned i think would be yeah i never noticed yeah. and yeah. it wasn't difficult at all for me to deal with the only reason i noticed is because i was is in part of editing the sheet i was going to move s dice like all your attributes uh-huh. over to the left side and i'm removing the talents uh-huh. and i'm like wait shouldn't they be left aligned to begin with because that's you know we read from left to right and yeah. it's the basically the name of the underlying mechanics of our game and then i was like why is everything over here on the left and i was like oh this is just where i write everything yeah so that's why so sinister yeah i'm ben sinister so i will probably be correcting that to move everything over to the right and if it seems like it's something i can easily switch out i'll do it i actually would the idea of having left and right-handed character sheets if it's too much work please do not do it and if it's something that takes ten minutes, oh, it'll take way less than ten minutes. Uh, the, yeah, if I'm, I if I can do it, if I can establish some kind of bilateral I, symmetry, I, I, then I I'll do it. I kind of like the idea of having left hand and right hand. I like taking that five minutes of consideration. I think it feels nice. All right, all right, I'll give it a shot. I mean, I don't know. I don't like I said. I don't Again, know that if, I can. if it's too much work, don't. Okay, but if it's you're like, holy shit, this is super easy to do. That just seems like a very nice comfort thing we could do for our left-handed viewers. Who are, what, an increasing population year by year since 1900? Thanks, Obama. All right, we'll give that a shot. 
last week we established the Pharmacon Society. Yes. Um, congratulations, everybody, for our new society. I made a detailed description of it. And one thing I noticed very quickly is that we have iconography for it that Max came up with of the three eyes and a triangle. And we described them as a religious order. They don't have a god or a pantheon. And I think a tri- triumvirate Makes sounds... Sense. Yeah. So what... What are three aspects of like medicine that maybe they could have gods to? One should be a do no harm god. Interesting. I was thinking of like diagnosis, surgery. Or are you thinking more medication? Like yeah, I was thinking like charity. Uh, I think they should be more medically specific. Yeah, I was thinking like medicine, right? Like as an actual like thing that you Pharma- prescribe. Pharmacology as a concept. Yeah, yeah. Body, mind, soul. Uh, yeah, the soul. We could say. I want specific. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. No, I want. Um, I want like. I want like <laughs> diagnostics, surgery, pharmacology. Well, there are three eyes, right? Uh huh. So maybe it's about diagnosis, right? Like the yeah. the, the path of diagnosis, mm-hmm. right? So like research, observation, and um, experimentation. Experimentation. I, I almost think use should be part of it. it. It should be something that you, you, you observe, you experiment, you put into practice. I think that we kind of said the same thing then. I think experimentation and research are the same thing. I think. Oh, I think pa- well, part of part of it. We, I do. I do want one of them to be applying it to a broad base and to try and not make sure it's poison. Well, I meant research in the sense of, like, there is already a body of knowledge that you uh-huh, can go right. reference. Research, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I think research is a strong one because you would have to have books of knowledge, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. on, on, yeah. on this Yeah, not, not like, like, experimentation is a form of research, but I mean specifically, like, consult the knowledge. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So would it be, would it be knowledge, observation, experimentation? None of those sound, like, completely practical. I want one of them to feel very... Practical. Well, what do you mean by practical? Because uh, I think that's uh, where you mean. Uh, is an is an execution. Those are things that scientists do. Yeah, service, that medical maybe? scientists like, do. Like, I want. Oh, I like something, service. Yeah, I want something that is do the research, figure out your new point, and then put it into reality and have it not be terrible. Well, let's. Okay. Well, how Should about it be like study? I like research. Okay. I like experimentation. Mm-hmm. I want the third one to be explicitly practical well let's zoom out for a sec this is a symbol that is used to advertise that there is Uh a physician here right so what if they're all patient-based like what do you want from a good doctor you want good bedside manner yeah Mm -hmm. knowledge you want yeah them to be knowledgeable so 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 somebody who's good with people and cares about them somebody who knows a lot of things compassion expertise and, and skill, like if physical you, skill, I like yes, that. Yes, I like that. Mm-hmm. Compassion, expertise, skill. Because you could go to the old doctor who is super compassionate, super knowledgeable, but his hands shake like yeah, a you know yeah. a, a twig Don't in winter. He's got an apprentice. I like all of those things of what they represent. I think these three things are good as a public facing. Yes. Things so and could the three eyes be the representative of that you are peer reviewed? Like you have been. Yes. Like mm-hmm. like I've got the three eyes, which means I've been Def- reviewed three times, and also more than mine, definitely. Yeah. 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 That's the other. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It three takes. Eyes, it takes. It can't, more, it can't be mine. It takes yeah. more than two eyes. Yes. Yeah. All right. And if the community Actually, finds I out, like that saying. Yeah. yeah. Whenever you're like you're like oh this seems to work and he's like. Gotta get him, yeah. Gotta get someone else in on this. Yeah, takes more than two eyes. I'm gonna go get a second opinion. We recommend that. We recommend (laughs) even a third if possible. Yeah, Yeah. like you have your two eyes, and then you have like the eye of the medical community. Yeah, watching you. Yeah, yeah. It works on on multiple metaphorical levels. When when you said three eyes, did you picture them in like triangle, like one at the top? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one at the top, two on the bottom. 
That makes sense. All right, let me look up. Um, because the two on the bottom could be yours, and the one on the top. Yeah, is the one I'm going to generate is, some is random the consensus. nonsense. Yeah, the concept and if you're out of in the consensus. boonies and they find out that you were faking that badge. Oh yeah, they're going to murder you. And if you're probably in a city, um, the doctors are probably. Murder do we you. want to overcomplicate that? <laughs> well, I mean, I think it depends on the no, no, town. no. I'm I'm asking. This is now an, a second jump off question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should should there be three secrets? No, let's not. Okay, no. we're, right. we, we're we're already in here. I just want to make a fantasy name generator for the gods. Phony, <laughs> whiny. No. <laughs> These are the dwarves. Truth, <laughs> justice, and the Akinosian way. <laughs> Rogai, Rogai. Yeah. These are human male names. No, let's. Okay, so get common names. Let's let's go Greek outsider names. Okay, these are these are starting to look pretty good. Celestial Fiendress. All right, I like these celestial ones. Let's generate some more. Okay, Hyalat. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Hyalet as the representation of compassion. I, I don't really want to delve deep into these into these yet. We can just have them be... Just want to generate them. Yeah. Now, there was another one called Samu, like S-A-M-U-E. Ooh, I like that. I like that, too. That's expertise. Skill. Peener. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a yes for me, funny-wise, a no for me to want to actually have to use that in a sentence. Uh, that's actually pronounced Fenor. Ooh, I actually don't hate Fenor. Uh, and then Isra. I like Isra. I like Isra. All right. I think we're done. We got their names. What was the second one? Samu Expertise. Yeah, I like that, I, yeah. I like that better than Isra. Yeah, can you... Switch them? Switch them? You like Samu for skill over... I was just saying I like it better than Isra. Oh, better than Isra. Could, could you review it. the three gods and what they represent in yes. one go? Okay. That was a better than Ezra joke. Yes, it's it like the fifth one that has ever been made. But ever. Not, the best one is the Letterman. <sighs> well, we're all in the shadow of Letterman. You know, it's like number two, Ezra. Number, number one, one, better than Ezra. I'm going to call it an aspect rather than a god. Right? Oh, I like that too. So Hyalat is the aspect of compassion. Do we need to elaborate? <laughs> no. no. I just want mm-hmm. boilerplate. I want a snippet. Samu is the aspect of expertise. And can we find a, expertise and skill sound alike? They're, we mean them very differently. Yes. In, in mm-hmm. like knowledge is what we mean for expertise. But I think that the, the connotation of expertise is closer to what we want. Practice. In the board. But we're talking about literal physical skill, yeah. right? Um, performance. Mm. be a funny way to, instead of like, oh, how's your practice doing? Oh, how's your performance going? Prowess is closer. Ooh, I like prowess is not bad. Technique. Ooh. Technique. All right. That's perfect. Yes, 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 yes. All right. How's your technique? Like, I can cut you open real good. I just, the sewing your back is. Here, here's, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have bad bedside manner and good everything else. Yeah. Okay. So I got I got it. We got Hyalat. We got Samu. We got Isra. These are the, they represent the three eyes of the Pharmacon Society and the three disciplines. I assume you have to show a bare minimum of all three to. Absolutely. Yes. Go out in the world. Yeah. Under their umbrella. Mm-hmm. So moving on. I think we, we got that for now it's definitely something workable uh-huh. in command the ability follow my lead which uh your attack misdirects attention allowing an ally to move before or after the attack one ally within five spaces may disengage two it was melee is a cool melee arranged yeah i don't really have an issue with with nope. that it, it's basically you're making an attack that allow that opens up an ally to be able to to move i feel like that could be melee arranged yeah okay all right i'll change that also, I'm generally a proponent of making things more broad for multi-classing. Yeah. So, great. Awesome. So, you brought up, Liam, in a recent discussion we had, you want, you were interested in changing battle order. 
or at least yes. it's a bigger I, reward. I feel like there should be a bonus for winning battle order. Okay, so what do you think? What Did you have something in mind? Oh, the, the idea would be, because battle order, how it functions now is your team rolls against their team, and then you kind of zipper in. Yes. Having that first round is good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem to require the amount of investment. I just think you don't get a free round. You mm-hmm. get a free bonus action. Your radiance, you put a shield up. Your fire, you make an orb. I get that. Uh, like, so is the real question here? So, I'm, just so I'm clear, if we're all playing and Liam rolls the highest initiative, is the real question here? Does the player who rolled highest get a bonus, or does your t- what bonus does your team, team get? Your, your team bonus. Yeah, your team. Other than going first. Yeah, yeah. But right. because they zipper in, that it was that, a very small advantage. Yeah, yeah. It's, extremely it's very, small. And it's just you get an extra bonus round that is just for preparation action how about just you get a move action you win battle order and everybody in your team gets a move action in your order you can swap that out for a swift you can just you're gonna use it it to prepare you made it better well but it's a move action right you can always trade down Mm -hmm. so you just get a move action and then i like yeah that's great oh and also because if there are classes or configurations that don't have Mm-hmm. There are tons that don't have bonus actions. Here's my thing. Is this too good? Let's say you lose battle order and uh, 15 enemies get to do a move action. I don't think it should be symmetrical. Okay. You mean enemies should not get a first move action? They they should just get to go for... Like, I think there's a distinct advantage to the, the opponents being of literally one mind. Right. That you can always make better by being more aware of what those creatures would do. The idea that you're a party, allowing them a moment to move, make an orb, put up a shield, Mm -hmm. that is great. But it's also, for them, they have to do a lot of coordination. For you, it's... If if it's Instant. not if it's not symmetrical, I'd like to nerf it on this end a little okay. bit. Okay. How about yeah, how about a move action up to half your speed rounded down, or a swift action? Perfect. Just something. Something. Yeah. Because yeah. whatever it is, you got to remember this is going to happen fifty percent of the time. Because yeah. you're, you're either oh, you're going oh, first no, or you're it, not. That, that's not. It's not a fifty-fifty distribution. No. It well, is. Okay, sure. It yeah. will. It will happen most of the time for right. certain parties, or almost never. Good. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm just saying that this is going to happen often. So if you just say free yeah. move action, mm-hmm. everyone, it's like. Well, the whole thing is, I also like parties that are built around being tactical, that are are using their their abilities in that way. Preparing, planning, and building a cohesive unit should always be rewarded. I think we've done sure. that in our yeah. system. Yeah. And and something that's a little more chaotic. Who cares if they go first? You're just gonna fucking blast. And them. you know, you know what I'm realizing now? One of the good things about having a move action, whether it's a half speed or whatever, mm. that could also grant you a potential out for certain encounters. Yeah. Like we're talking about I don't know if that's still on the docket for like not this episode or whatever, but about future creatures or enemies that have other ways to defeat them other than just killing them yeah so like if you stumble across you know the hidden sleeping monster and you go oh shit we have one let's get the fuck out of here now and you spend that move action to get out maybe that's you know that oh, okay now you don't have to do but it, it would also be great of oh no we found something terrible and we're all, and everyone looks at each other and just goes battle up and yeah. someone prepares a thing you do jump into it quick make a new make a new fireball put up a shield yeah. do do all of the preparations that you would make before battle as if you were going into war I almost think we should maybe eventually look into command and see they get do they get bonuses to battle order through their their path? I think so. I like that if that's true, I don't have it offhand. If that's true, I also already like that because then battle order with a command character becomes part of the way that you interact 
with all enemies, and I like that. Hell yeah. I love Take the Shot. But it's also just great if you have someone who dipped into command and they're like, yeah. because this guy is here, we're ready for battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just makes us. <laughs> we, we are more cohesive yeah. immediately based on their existence on the battlefield. I agree. Okay. So now that we've talked about how combat begins, I'd like to talk about how combat ends. It's been brought up that playing a combat all the way to killing every single enemy mm-hmm. is just, it's kind of ludicrous. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if, if you're attacked by animals and you kill half of them, the rest are leaving. Like, <laughs> it's not, you know, unless it's and, like a and, bug or something. And for intelligent creatures, they'll give in, up. In history, it's much less than half of them have to die before they yeah. give up. If you can just demonstrate that you will win, people will surrender. That's or run away. Yeah. But I, I like I like the idea that when GMing or rather even when des- when when designing an adventure, considering alternate win conditions other than the death of all enemies is uh-huh. I feel like we can really bake that in as a as a prem as a a cornerstone. A co- yeah, a <laughs> yeah. cornerstone of our of our of our setting and, and how people should expect to play the game it's not like we're building up experience banks where you got to go out and kill every rat in every no. town right because yeah. uh, this is an adventure game not a monster killing game mm-hmm. yeah and it's also um i think it goes into the the descriptions of scenes in general for our system we we describe scenes as when the scene is completed you get a set amount of momentum it doesn't really matter how you complete it but we didn't really talk about other ways that you could complete them you know mm-hmm. so getting an enemy to surrender i think is reasonable i think um situation dependent when designing encounters we should really think about how many of these people have to die or be incapacitated for this specific encounter for them to and, and uh, give if, up. And if speed of rounds matters in that. Yeah. Where like, if you're against people who outnumber you three to one, but you kill three of them in one round, mm-hmm. it would be very easy for that group of people to go, Never oh, that will, that will continue yeah. ad infinitum. Yeah. And this, the math does not work out in our favor. Whereas if it's, uh, it takes five rounds to kill one of them, but it's a slugfest and everyone seems to be holding, that would become a battle. Yeah. yeah, and and like you're gonna face religious zealots, and they just can't be cowed. Like they they're they expect- don't give a shit. Yeah, th- th- this will happen where they're not going to give up. They're they're undead. They're constructs. They're they're being mind controlled. If the animal's attacking because it's hungry, then it'll leave. If it's attacking because you're near its den and you don't know that, it's not going yeah. to stop. Yeah. But you don't have to tell the players that that's what's happening. But, but also if they, if they, they could find that out. But also if they slowly withdraw, yep. it would reach a point and go. Okay. Like that there's that video of the guy oh, yeah. of the guy with the um the Florida Panther, remember that? Where it just keeps trying to scare him away and scare him away and he's walking backwards and he's like, "Why is it go away? Leave me alone. Leave me alone." It's like you're clearly near its cubs. Like yeah. it's it's, it's yeah. doing this. It's it's getting up on its hind legs and holding its its paws out and, and going walking. Row, row, row. Like it's just it's trying warning to, you. Yeah, Can it's you telling please? you to go away. Like I don't want any shit. Yeah. If it was hungry, it would have attacked you. I don't want yeah. no trouble. Walk away. <laughs> Walk away. Constructs, same deal. Yeah. There could you could turn them off. You could you might be able to um, uh, satisfy some part of their programming. Yeah. This is less about the fact that we don't want players defeating their enemies. It's more about like as a GM or somebody designing an encounter, we should kind of think spherically about yes. ways that c- this can be um, uh, dismantled. They can achieve their goal without having to just hit it a bunch and reduces HP to zero, which is fun. I love doing it. Also brings up, what if your party just gets straight up captured? Yeah. 
Yeah, enemies are more likely to try to capture you if they're human yeah. than kill all of you unless they're like robbers or something. They have mm-hmm. no way to take prisoners. But just think about that. Think about what would it take for this encounter to end if they couldn't beat it to death? And I think that's a, that's a fun line to take. Um, and, and sometimes that's just not an option. I, I'll, yeah. I'll fully submit that. That's, there are times when it should feel like their backs are against the wall and they're going to have to they're gonna But have imagine, to do imagine being the powerful wizard and instead of the fireball, it's the, hey, I think you guys are done. You don't want to do this. And like you just have the ability to make other people surrender. Well, imagine just so casting the fireball, like, yeah. but not at them, just like near them. But I'm and saying, you're like, like, is that what you want? If you don't want to play just in the air, like, yeah. hey, do you want to continue? Yeah. And everyone's like, uh, I'm very flammable, so no. You're Wyatt Earp with yeah. the gun to with the gun to the head in the middle of the where they're trying to lynch the guy. But if you want to be which, where you're Billy Bob Thornton, where you run out with a shotgun and they just oh Wyatt, let's put this at you. Wait, Wyatt Earp? Like he had no idea, yeah. and then it's like you know what? Never mind. Yep, I'm leaving. He's only got six rounds. Yep, and before that, I'm gonna turn your head into a fucking canoe. Yeah. <laughs> But if you could be John Hamm from Mad Men, like that's just another route to play. Yeah. And be useful to your party if you can make other parties surrender. Yeah. So so think of scenes as as a whole thing. I mean it involves it involves uh, uh, dialogue, it involves investigation, it involves combat, it involves and eventually resolution, whatever whatever form that takes. And your party will probably come up with ideas that you don't think of on how to resolve this. Give and them give them the momentum when it's over. Give them the, the same scene momentum. Give them enough rope to pull themselves out of their hole mm-hmm. or hang themselves. Both are great options. Or a deer carcass, and then they can make their own rope. Well, it's like the one of my favorite D and D memories was when we were playing that one campaign, Josh. I don't I don't remember your character. Your character was a warlock, I think. And we were on the road, and it was a terrible experience. Oh with, God! And yeah, then, and it I was, was raining. I was a melee warlock with yeah. a hammer. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was raining. And it was so bad. It was, it was the most miserable. I, I mean, it's got, a fun game. Fun I, game. I got sick. Yeah, it <laughs> was. Yeah, you were you were poisoned, <laughs> and it was just this miserable trek through the rain, escorting all these poor poor people. And we finally get to an inn, and we're like, oh, finally, a nice warm inn, just to get out of this Hell miserable yeah. thing. We walk into the inn. Full of like a hundred bandits, ambush. And like, and they're just like, you know, and then we're just like, ah, oh, fuck, here we fucking go. I mean, it, again, fun game, but just the mo- mood of the characters. And Josh went first, critted, just nat twenty on the first roll, and based on the way you stacked that character, yeah, uh, the way it was described, that Turned that enemy, me. that enemy disintegrated. Yeah, and, it was a ridiculous hit. Everything was max yeah, damage, and and it was such a huge hard hit uh, that that enemy had basically blown up. And uh, you were given the opportunity to say something as an intimidation check, and you just simply said, "Everyone, get the fuck out!" Yeah. <laughs> and then they emptied the fucking place, and we had just avoided this long, yeah. prolonged combat thing. And we, as players, I didn't feel like, "Oh, we cheated it," or "Oh, no. we got away yeah. with it." So we there, got lucky. It was yeah. There was such a relief from a character perspective that I was like, "Dude, that was fantastic." It was even a though, show of force. Yeah, and but, Which but is that we a got lucky on that exists, and 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 just the exhaustion that we felt after that of like, "Oh my gosh, we narrowly avoided." You know, we were put on our toes and just barely escaped. So I guess the, the reason I bring that up is because not only was that a different way to solve that problem, but it we were rewarded. Not just yeah. by feeling like a badass, mm-hmm. but rather like in tone with the story of everything we'd been through. So and it, wasn't it um, Neil, uh, the GM of that? Like all the credit to him. He's like, that has to be what happens yeah, because yeah. the roles were way too good. And uh, I personally know this. I think we've all experienced this, GMs, where like the monster or the encounter you had planned didn't get to do what it wanted. No, and you could, you could, you feel a little like let down by that. Try Save to reckon later. 
try to recognize that that's not how your players experienced it and just move whatever that was to something else like just just do that later also just allow for overwhelming successes if yeah. roles go well or or characters are built well let them enjoy being strong sometimes and and i know we talk about the concept of power fantasy and it seems to be a bane of existence of dms and i think it's because of an an antagonistic situation that's set up mm-hmm. we're well, like well sometimes between... sometimes you just need to be the director of a movie where clint eastwood walks in says something cool drinks a shot of whiskey someone says something ma- nasty to him Go and ahead, he shoots him day. and yeah. he shoots him twice and goes does anyone else have a problem and yeah. everyone goes no, that that guy sucked. Fuck that guy. Like, who cares? I, I, I think I think the tension is also created by power gamers, as well. Like, like somebody's like, I want to do this thing, and the GM's like, I'm so fucking tired of this guy, like outfoxing me. Or whatever. Not not just outfoxing, but stealing the spotlight from all the other players yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I I I'm sensitive to that as well. But when just the dice speak, man, please listen. I also think we're building this system to be resistant to that yes. concept. Well, moment, momentum as a reward, I think, is it, it helps deal with things like that. Yeah, well, m- momentum as a reward, and I and I also mm. don't think we get. Eventually, I'll be proven wrong by someone absolutely destroying our system. But just the margins. Please do. Yeah. The margins are also so narrow that a poorly built character and a well built character are they're not worlds apart their people apart yeah and i and i think that's important and we do a great job of that where someone who's statted wrong and even goes into a a class configuration or a path configuration you can fix it can and also can function yeah. at some point and even if they're bad they aren't completely ineffectual and building an ineffectual D mm-hmm. character or pathfinder character is easy and it's 30 momentum to fix it anytime yeah If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That's true. Yeah. Speaking of which. Mm-hmm. When Kat, I'm just listening again to Agnes's ashes. Oh, cool. When Kat finds out that she can just. In the middle level of combat. In the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the 
the the idea that when you spend momentum, it creates a story moment in combat is awesome. And the fact that it's not a big roadblock to to level up spending momentum in the middle of combat, I think, is just we, such we a did, happy happy accident. We did that on the fly, right? Yeah, that was just a situation where someone was like, "Oh, this battle is going to be hard," and then looked at the momentum total and go said, "Oh, if only I wish I could have done this." And it's like you can. Let's do yeah, it now. and I think it was an, in the moment you're like, yeah. just do it now. The math is easy, mm-hmm. and it, nobody has to sit around for ten minutes while you level up your no. character. And also, going Super Saiyan in a battle is a thing that happens in books and movies and television shows. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time in all these other media. It happens in video games all of the time. You can level up in a combat in MMOs all the time, and that heals you to full. Yeah. Yep. I just came up with a stupid one for movies. You know, in the battle, when there's like two kings on either side of like 10,000 guys fighting, mm-hmm. and they always make their way to each other, no matter who's they in front of them, them they yeah. just fight them. Yeah. So you just, you mark an enemy, and you just have like negative five to anyone's hit on their way to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds like a champion. That's ability. like step, step 10 champion <laughs> yeah. or whatever. That's the, like, fl- that's the that guy challenge. in the back. That was, yeah. That's I'll, the feat of, I'll look for you on the field. I, I almost, I almost think me that's, on the field. Yeah. That's, that's a weird, I almost think that should be a weird prestige class specifically for champion plus of, yeah. Yeah. you pick out the other person's baddest person yeah. and you're like, only you? Mm. And I get to do all my other stuff, but specifically you. You wade, you. You wade through the minions. You take two fingers, you point to your eyes, then you point to their eyes. <laughs> and then you, it does. And then you make a cutting across with a single finger across point, your neck point yeah. with your sword. Uh, well, speaking of leveling up, um, I think, and I, I, you guys would probably agree with this, we should increase the cost of leveling up attributes from 20 to 25 given that we now have additional ways of leveling up via professions and also that all of this increases your dice tier every time you level up i think mm-hmm. 20 spending 50 to upgrade two attributes still is appealing to gaining two steps i have for 60 a secondary conceit to go for that okay and i think your attribute increase should be attached to the number of from which you are increasing to. I think it should be easier to increase from 0 to 1 than 1 to 2 than 2 to 3 to make it easier for multi-pathing where you're using multiple stats. Oh, to encourage people to say take step 1 of something Yeah, where you're like, I'm flat fours, baby, and Mm -hmm. I do seven things very mediocrely. I, I think I would agree with you if it didn't also increase your level. Because getting a level for ten momentum, you know, is 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 a huge boost because yes. your HP goes up, and then and then you're like, oh, well, I'm just gonna do this next one down, and you've gained two levels for the same cost it took somebody. Like you've gained maybe three levels for the same yeah. cost it took somebody to gain a step. That's true. I understand that we had scaling attribute costs when we started making the uh, the I game. Almost, I almost think we need to unattach level from it then, I don't and know. make it cheaper. Well, think about this. So. So 25, well, no, because increasing an attribute is a huge permanent bonus in our system yes. more so than it is in others. So if you increase your dexterity from three to four, yeah, that is plus one to hit with both uh, melee and ranged. But that's not my, the, the, the conceit of it. It's just the conceit of it. I have zero intelligence. I want to go to one. Mm-hmm. Someone going three to five in dexterity, those shouldn't be equal yeah but i don't think it's i don't think it, it tracks that it that would, would feel harder to go for i think it's almost the reverse where the idea that you're a zero in, intelligence it's probably harder to go to one in, <laughs> into oh, like, no no no, no. You know? in in, <laughs> in reality i agree with you but mechanically i think it should be similar 
It, it should be simpler. Because its bonus and impact on the game is less. So don't think about reality. Think about what is important to the story. What is momentum used for? The idea of someone becoming averaged. Because Zero mm. isn't stupid. No. Zero is fine. I don't think the impact on the game is less. That's the thing. I think I think it's a fixed impact that we need to consider. I would like to test it at 25, if you guys are okay with okay. that. Okay. Because mm-hmm. so far, we haven't had anybody spend momentum to gain an attribute. Even It's also a very new concept comparatively sure. to our play, play and, it, and it was only 20. And when, I, when I, I, I made a few test characters where I just gave them a flat, large amount of uh, momentum mm-hmm. to build from, as the idea of like, let's do a 200 momentum campaign. Instead of saying like, oh, we're going to do a level 10, make a character's level 10. It's like, take 200 momentum, you get to keep 15 of it. Yeah. You know, build your character. Mm-hmm. Being able to spend only 20 momentum to increase your attributes was busted. So I oh, want... I agree. But if you allow it for scaling from 0 to 1, 1 to 2, and you increase it by 5 each time, and you don't attach it to level, that might make more sense and allow for flatter, more generalized characters. Not attaching it to level makes it never worth it. The the problem because you, you always get the increase to yeah your damage. dice tier yeah. Mm-hmm. But that goes into um, should we change the HP gain from leveling via attributes to different numbers? And and last week Liam you suggested this uh, that we should change dexterity from being one that increases your HP by five to composure being one that does yes because of your your personal resiliency and then dexterity gets to be four because it is more about fine control yeah and uh, and also just a one allowing tanky casters as a concept to kind of exist mm-hmm. like a caster who casts through sheer grit should exist i agree I, I i don't i don't know what do you guys think i'm i'm fine with that i think that's uh i mean it's a difference of one hp per yeah. level or well per every time you take yeah. this uh the it's it's fine. I just will have to see it in practice because it's like I, I like it's hard to think that far. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> well, because I've never leveled up any of my characters in the middle of a game anyway, and and it's, oh, you know, Doug, you got to do it. No, you I will. know, I know, no, 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 no. So I'm just saying it's it's hard for me to sit here and be like, oh yeah, twenty to twenty five. That you know that balances versus you know doing the you know ten twenty thirty based on the level. It's like until we do it in practice, it's hard for me to really wrap my head around how it's gonna feel. Well, like if you've got if you've got an extra. So in my head, what I'm thinking is I'm just trying to put myself in the in the in the shoes of a player, which is the right. hardest thing to do when you've got let's say you've got seventy momentum, right? Sure, sure. Oof, seventy extra. Like yeah. so, if good, you spend yeah. it, you're not gonna die, which is totally doable. And you're like, do I want to get two steps down a path or do i want to add two to my dexterity or if it was at 23 that'd be ridiculous yeah three is too much it's too much yep so but 25 you're like oh i could wait for five more momentum and take three attributes (laughs) you know like like plus two to dodge or you know exactly like plus two to dodge is so they'd be they'd be changing they'd be changing so that endurance remains six extra hp when you increase it yeah it that should just yeah yeah uh, composure and strength increase by five, and dexterity and intellect by four. That mm. sounds okay. I yeah. mean, it sounds it, like it makes mm. sense to me. Well, and it's also a situation where even if composure isn't a main stat, if you just find <laughs> that you're too squishy to exist, yeah, like, I, I take I take con. So if it's just mm. flat twenty five for everything, so for me to go from strength four to five is twenty five, and to go from strength one to two is also twenty five. Mm-hmm. I lean more towards what Liam was saying where like every step has, if, if just, I'm just throwing out numbers as an example. If you go from one to two, if you're going to two, make it 20. If you go from two to three, make it 30. If you go from three to four, make it 
40. I know, I know. for both, and I, I understand yeah. them. But um, it's, it's just a matter of, like, what would we rather have players spend the momentum on? About, do we want to encourage them to go down further steps, or do we want to encourage them to solidify what they've already got? What I want them to primarily spend momentum on is cool shit as they're playing. Leveling up, this should feel like, if you're spending momentum on attributes, it should feel like a way to correct a problem. Yeah. But you're not being punished for doing it. You're sure. you're going to get a level, you're going to get more health and and right. your attributes going to go up. In most cases, I think I think it's always the better mechanic. Let's say you've built your character so that they have synergy. We're we're not correcting a problem here. I think you're always going to pick the step down a path over increasing an attribute. Sure. So the difference though is that when we reduce it to 20, the multiplier difference between 30 and 20 ends up making a character who's ridiculous with attributes. Sure. Yeah. And it becomes it becomes a much better mechanical choice to do that. I think a blanket twenty five is so close to thirty hmm. that you would absolutely do it if you felt like you needed, it. or if you're like, or, or if you're like, hmm, well, you know what, I, I like where I'm at right now, but I'm thinking of taking a step in death, and I and I don't have anything, I, I don't have any casting stats whatsoever. Spending twenty five, it it feels fine. It, it's it's not yeah. it's not that big of a deal as long as it's just not well, too easy to start you know fucking well, becoming a superhero then, well no then it's okay because well the whole thing is the yeah, problem it, that exists yeah. in most in most D D like games is that uh min maxing leads to insanity yeah the difference in our system is so much tighter no sure 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 i just I, my real only concern is is it still too easy is it still too easy to dump into these attributes and then become overpowered in the same span of time that another player has taken 12 steps down something I, else? I don't think so. Because the, the person who took the steps is going to blow that. It's going that to fucking destroy. The abilities get, get too good. Fair enough. But I also want to put this in there where I almost think the stopgap for um, secondary builds that are, are not great, that don't have the stats to do mm. it. He was a GM should be able to if someone takes down a path and doesn't enough goes you increase your intelligence by one you're at zero you go to one you you use this enough you're getting smarter and i om- i don't think anyone at the table is going to be angry about it well because I- the the going zero to one is so marginal in a way that if you're if you're doing three things and you're doing them mediocrely mm. i don't think it's going to feel like you're getting preference it's the, i'm fixing a problem as a gm with a character i think a big thing that we kind of baked into it at least so far is that there's a lot of crossover already between the attributes and that kind of helps people not really need to do that very often it's very rare yeah, yeah. but but also the um fact that you get momentum and you spend it how you want if you're like i just want to keep leveling like my character i've got the abilities i want i don't want anything else i just want to level up attributes fine like I, I, I want to be dam- your damage and health will increase. Yeah. And I want it. I want to be Conan. Conan doesn't really go no. past step six. I don't think. But you can keep leveling up. Yeah, abilities so, get weird. Like I said, as long as as long as we find out that it's not too easy to just start dumping into this mm-hmm. as opposed to something else. Then, if then if, fine. if you're if you're pure champ, and and someone is at pure champ three, pure champ three, and someone just starts dumping strength or constitution. Mm-hmm. The guy taken or the the person taking down champ paths, the the secondary bonuses, the the things that expand other abilities they have down the line, based on the way that we're going currently, are always going to trump them. Hmm. You're you're doing this if stat buying is I'm not hitting enough and I need to hit more. 
or when I'm hitting, I'm not doing enough based on on the bonuses I'm getting. That's fair fair point. Or I need I need I need more armor. I need to Uh grab a thing of armor. But I think the big thing is going to be stat bonuses for health for casters. That is going to be the thing that is going. Casters are going to buy composure a lot. What I'm noticing when I'm running the numbers is that all attribute increases have a linear effect on the game. Yes. It is not exponential. Unless you count the, the idea that uh, increasing your hit percentage has an exponential increase because it allows you to do the higher damage that you've leveled up to get. Mm-hmm. Other than that, adding an extra one to your damage, is it's purely linear. Also, health is linear. I mean, that's yeah. there's no extra... <laughs> There's no, there's nothing fantastic about that. But um, uh, I just got one last thing on the docket mm-hmm. for tonight, and that is the damage on a sword is a D8 because it's it's tier three, and the rapier is also a tier three. But mm-hmm. the rapier gets bonus to opportunity attacks, gets a plus four to hit with them because it's mm-hmm. uh, that's how a rapier works. <laughs> you you basically just stay on them. I would like to put the rapier at tier three and the sword to tier four, so it's two D four. Just because you need to feel like the minimum damage of a sword is higher. Yeah. Than, okay. Than sure. Sure. Basic that, sword than a rapier. That makes sense. Because and and by sword we're talking about arming sword. The longest sword that you can wield in a single hand comfortably. Short, comfortably, yeah. yes. How Short about that? Sword. Yeah. <laughs> no, not just just like an arming sword or yeah. a, a, a a town guard sword. Yeah. If you give ten people that, they're going to do more damage than ten people with yeah. rapiers. A, a scimitar. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. any anything uh, machete length or longer that's meant to be wielded in one hand. But if that person goes against a single target character with a rapier, yeah, in a duel, right, they're going to fucking regret it. Yeah, because the person with the rapier will force them to take opportunity attacks, presumably. And if they miss, then Slitch is just standing yeah, there. Yeah, fuck you. This long pose. Somebody, somebody course Citadel as a fencer with a rapier with unlimited opportunity. Yeah, and forcing them to to take up. To provoke opportunity attacks would be ridiculous. If you just had the ma- like a two mages or two archers out in the back just waiting for oh, you yeah. to miss those opportunities. All right. Well, that that was pretty good. Uh, that's where we're going to end it tonight. Woo. I really want to thank my co-hosts, uh, Liam, Max, and Doug. Yeah. Also, you know what? Let's give it up for our host today. Josh. I don't feel yeah, like do we've it. done that in a while. <laughs> and we re- like Josh does a lot of work here. I think yeah. we have to give it up to him editing a lot a lot of earlier, the notes. earlier you were you were like hey man you know don't work too hard if if, if, re- if redoing the character sheet anything that's too difficult don't do it and i'm like he would stop this podcast immediately and ask you to go home <laughs> it's like, this shit's hard yeah <laughs> like the whole thing yeah exactly yeah josh does the lion's share of the work for everything that we do here i really think we need to give it up to him and also thanks the patrons and, yeah and the people who just listen we uh we would do this without you i'm sorry we we 100 percent are doing this for ourselves but i'm glad you could get to hear uh, to listen to us be silly <laughs> you're definitely helping a lot and and thank thank you yeah. guys i appreciate and the people that. who talk to us on discord that's pretty fun yeah oh, yeah that's a new thing to talk mm-hmm. about actually so so i'm gonna we're gonna sign off on this one but yeah. i want to thank everyone for listening as always and patrons can now find us on the omniverse discord at the two dollar tier along with a bunch of other new features so you're, you can vote on things which is coming up and a bunch of other stuff you get cutting room floor clips that kind of thing too check out our patreon it is patreon.com slash rpg from scratch on twitter we are at homebrew hombres and facebook we are facebook.com slash rpgfs and until next time, everybody, stay safe, stand watch, and get a full rest. Okay. I'm getting that tattooed on me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> we should really get a good logo. Gosh, no, I just, I just want the brick of text. You, you, you still have my character sheet for Bentley here.
find it. I just, I'm just curious to compare because he, he was going to be at Open Boys and Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.